0: I'm Brian Tetta, executive producer of The View, and I'm here with Joy Behar. This is Behind the Table. All right, it is premiere day, and there's no one I'd rather have here with me than the great original gangster herself, Joy Behar.
1: Is that what OG stands for? That's what for? OG
0: stands for, yes.
1: Oh, original I'm glad we, gangster. Original I gangster. I didn't even know that. I, they write about me, Oh, the OG. Yeah. Oh, I thought it meant original group, well, from the original group.
0: It, you can make it mean whatever you'd like it, but that, right. that's the original uh, etymology, I okay. think. Um, but we're so thrilled to have you here, and it makes a lot of sense to have you, because the idea for this podcast really came from you. You're the one who always says the real show, oh. the better show, is what happens backstage. <laughs> it's what happens before the show. So that's Yeah, kind but of a the... lot
1: of that is... Uh... Censored.
0: Yes, and it will continue to be. But we're going to give what we can of, of the process and what it means. So we just had your 25th season premiere, the 27th overall. Right. You've been here 25 times on the first day. Yeah. Uh, how does it feel? Is it the same every year? Is you
1: know, it- you want to have something? The very first show I was not on the first day. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Because uh, I only came on three days a week and Barbara, for some reason, Barbara felt that I should sit in when she's not there. I don't know why she thought that, but she <laughs> did.
0: And so I was not on that one. Do you enjoy that kind of first day of school feeling of the season premiere?
1: Um, well, you know, I do in a way. Uh, there's a little trepidation about it. There's a lot to do today and we don't have our writers. So it's a lot to remember, a lot of things to hit. So it's a little tricky today.
0: Okay. Apparently, I just got a note. You were actually on the first show in segment six. Oh, I so was. So you were present oh, oh. every time.
1: Oh, oh, I say So I was every every time. There wonder... you go. Okay.
0: Not too bad. For those listening at home, Bernie's in the uh, studio with us.
1: Bernie, because my husband had to go out of town, so I'm I'm taking the dog along. Well, lot. we're
0: happy to have him as a guest on yeah. the first podcast okay. um, of the new season. Okay, so as season premieres go, as an expert who's been there, what did you yeah. think of today?
1: I thought it was pretty good. I thought that everybody came to play. Um, You know, everybody had something to say. They didn't really talk over each other that much like we usually do sometimes, which is drive people crazy. Um,
0: Yeah, watch the crosstalk is the note that's been given so many times it has no meaning anymore.
1: Well, we can't help it. You know, it's like any conversation. People overlap.
0: Yeah, no, it's a problem.
1: And we try... We try our best, but it doesn't work all the time.
0: There were a lot of exciting things today. We had a new set, a new table. You've been through a bunch of tables. Wouldn't yeah, I, you like,
1: like... I like the table. Yeah. I thought it was very nice, a little glitzy, but nice. Yeah, and... And I love the mugs. Oh, there we go. Well, we haven't had our pictures on these mugs in a long time. And that's what the fun of the show is, to see us on the mug.
0: Well, it helps. If you're going to put pictures on the mug, you want to know the same people are coming back year to year
1: (laughs) Well, we can't always, you know, if you have any idea that someone may not be there the following year, they usually put them on the end.
0: So you can cut them off the side of the mug? I'm not sure that's true.
1: Well, you can cut them out (laughs) of the picture easily.
0: Well, I guess that makes sense. But um, yeah, they had a new table. We had a new uh, look for the set. And we had uh, new pictures and and a new The pictures are pretty good. So... I had a good time at this photo shoot. You don't usually enjoy a photo shoot, but you seem You know,
1: it's so funny, Brian. For years and years, every year, we're going to have a photo shoot. Let's hire this one, and let's hire that one, and let's go to this place, and let's have the skyline behind us, and let's look like we're all going to jump off the roof. And, (laughs) And then finally... You figured out last year, just do the pictures in the studio, and they have never looked better.
0: Yeah, no, I'm really happy with it. I thought it was fun. It's
1: like, why do we have to exhaust ourselves and annoy ourselves by schlepping around?
0: As as bad as those days are for you, the worse for me, believe me. The only person more upset about you getting stuck in an elevator or...
1: I got stuck in the elevator in the last time. Not yeah. the last time, before the pandemic. It was the pandemic. Mary J.
0: Blige shoot, I think, is when you got stuck yes, in the elevator. Yes, it was
1: before the pandemic.
0: Yeah, and that was the last photo shoot we did for five years, I think. At That's that right. Yeah. And then
1: when we came back, you said, okay, we'll do it here. And it's so much easier and nicer. Yeah. And no. we look we just as good if we're in this building or that building.
0: Fair enough. I thought or you guys bad, just great. as bad. Yeah. Any memories from the photo shoot? Do you enjoy that day, or is it? I know you. This a, one. Yeah.
1: I think we had fun on this one. There was music. We were dancing. Yeah. Uh, we were fooling around. When we um, this group, I think, is particularly cohesive. I think we uh, see we all seem to enjoy each other. We don't dislike
0: each other at all. There was a lot of talk about uh, the number of fo- of uh, costume changes Sarah had. I remember that. That was definitely. Yeah.
1: Something. How many did she have? And I, why?
0: I, I think you were waiting to go when she was on like outfit number four, and you were done at that <laughs> point, but.
1: And I was wearing these high Gucci shoes, which they—I walked on the set today. I'm afraid I'm going to fall sometime.
0: God forbid. Um, Mm. All right. Well, so that's all the new exciting stuff about season twenty-five. There was more excitement that I wasn't counting on, and neither were you. We found out yesterday that Whoopi was not going to be here.
1: Oh, I know. Well, that was well. She has COVID. Yeah but she doesn't have it badly, right?
0: No, I think she w- I think she was feeling it, but I spoke to her today and yesterday and she feels like she's on the tail end of it and she's recovering
1: quite. My one of my friends got it and another person I know got it and it's back. Yeah. But it's not as virulent.
0: I hope not. I hope not, but yeah. it's uh, definitely something. So how does that change your the way you prepare for the show you find out you're going to be moderating for the first time on a premiere?
1: Well, I enjoy moderating. It's no secret that I like it. Yeah. I do. I had my own show many times and I like being in that position. I guess maybe I'm a control freak. A little bit. Okay, I'll, I'll accept that. And uh, But there was a lot to do today. And there's no writers. There were no writers, see. So people who are listening to this have to understand. We're making it up as we go along, and and we have to hit certain things. And, and and we have to know what we're talking about.
0: On an all-hot-topics day with a lot of business. Yeah, yeah a lot I think of business. Hard. But I, I think you guys did a great job. The first day back from vacation is always a little wobbly, but I thought this was one of the yeah. better examples Yeah, we that. were good. We were good. Um, Some of
1: those throwback photos that you show. Like today there was a photograph. Yeah. I look completely different. Sonny is like a whole other person. None of us
0: look the same. We all changed. No, I think, yeah, you all look terrific. All right, so tell me about your summer. I heard over the summer you had a dinner party, and at the dinner party, this is a thing that you ask everyone a question. Tell me about
1: that. Oh, I got this from Barbara, Barbara Walters. We'd go to her house for dinner, and she would go around the table. like she and You know, people like Bloomberg would be there. And Nora Ephron would be there, and just all the high rollers, and for some reason she would invite me Mm -hmm. and my husband. And she'd always have Steve sit next to her because she knew that he was like the person who didn't know anybody, you know? That was nice of her. Yeah. Um, And she would ask like, go around the table, who do you think should be the vice presidential nominee? And we'd have to talk about it. It was a little daunting. (laughs) (laughs) But, But I don't do that kind of question. So I had a dinner party at my house, and I asked them what was the best thing about the summer. So people were saying, you know, they loved relaxing, they loved uh, swimming. People were my best thing was that I could watch the news and not have to have a take on it. Oh, really? I didn't have to. I can watch the um, what do you call it? The primary. Yeah. The debate, rather. Mm-hmm. The debate, and not have to remember what they said and <laughs> <laughs> decide who was annoying. I found them. Ex- I found a lot of them extremely annoying.
0: But you were able to detach from it. You didn't feel like you were working when you were watching.
1: I was laughing, actually. Oh, that's great. I thought it was quite funny.
0: So normally, I mean, when you're doing the show and you have this outlet, do you feel like an obligation to speak up constantly? Do you feel like it's
1: where in my real life? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like easy when in my real life, because there's nothing riding on it. I could say any stupid thing and no one cares. But on television, you know, it's a minefield right now. The the atmosphere on television and every place else is you step on the wrong foot and you're out. I don't like that.
0: I understand. I mean, I will say, though, you come into the meetings in the morning. There are days when you come in and you're like, you know, loosey goosey about what we're talking about. And there are days that you come in like you've got something that is eating you up inside, and come hell or high water, no matter what everybody else takes, you're going to get this out there. You're going to talk
1: about Well, today was a good example of it. That's right. Um, uh, People didn't want to talk about global warming and climate change. I got it in. Yeah. It wasn't that we didn't want to talk about it. Yeah, it's a boring topic, but it's the most crucial existential terror topic that there is right now. It is. I mean, it is the only planet we have. Absolutely. And I did get it in.
0: No, you did, and we got... uh, some some numbers out there that people can help with things like Maui and stuff That's, like that. Yeah,
1: I mean, we, we, we provide a, a service when we tell people, as I was saying to, we were being interviewed today by the press, mm-hmm. and you were standing there, Anthony, so you know what I said. But I was saying that the reason that they like us on this show, right now in particular, is, and many people were very upset that we weren't there all summer. Why were they upset, and why do they care about what we have to say, and I'll tell you why. It's not because we're brilliant, it's not because I'm the greatest analyst, I'm not. I'm not even a pundit, I'm just a comedian, actor, playwright now, who has opinions. I basically speak as a citizen of the country. But the one thing that we don't do is we do not lie on this show. We do not lie, and if somebody's wrong, we're corrected. Uh, and I think that that is a very crucial point in these times when everything is alternative facts. Thank you, uh, Kelly. Kelly what's her name?
0: Kellyanne Conway, Kellyanne
1: Conway Miss Alternative Facts.
0: Well, I'll say that's the easiest thing about my job is when people say, what do they really like? Mm-hmm. How do they really feel? And it's, it's it's just turn on the television any part of the day. Yeah. That's who Joy Behar is. Yeah. That's who Anna Navarro is, Whoopi? Sonny Hostin, Whoopi Goldberg, Alyssa Farah, and Sarah yeah. Haynes. I mean, All that's... They are authentic all the time. The idea that you guys are coming on, promoting an agenda or someone's feeding you talking points. No, no, nothing like that ever goes on. No, it's exactly what you feel in your hearts every day to a fault often.
1: (laughs) And and, and, I mean, to be perfectly truthful, I have never been any different from the beginning. I've never played a role, it was me. You know, when I was doing stand-up, I didn't play a character. I was myself on stage, which is harder to do than playing a character because whatever you say reflects on you. Right. Uh, and that is that. That is
2: what we do here. Woodward and Bernstein, pen and paper, wine and cheese. What about the perfect pairing when it comes to growing your business? That's you and Shopify. <coughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're delivering daily digests or serving sensational scoops, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort, thanks to Shopify magic, your AI-powered all-star. No matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US, and Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com view, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com view now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com view.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster— 93% 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This is according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com view. Just go to Indeed.com slash view right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash view. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right. Well, speaking of what we do here, the election is heating up now. We're into it in a way that we haven't been the last two seasons. Right. Who do you want to talk to coming up on this season? Who are you excited about having in there?
1: I want to talk to all those Republicans who were in that debate, and I have questions for them. I want to say to Chris Christie, sir, you have been a champion to the left right now because you have told the (laughs) truth about Donald Trump. So when they asked you, would you vote for him? Why were you hesitant in raising your hand? Why don't you just raise your damn hand and say, I'm going to vote for him if that's what you believe? That won't please me, but that's the truth, then do it. Asa Hutchinson, he did not raise his hand. Mm -hmm. The others all raised their hands. Even after we know that he has committed all these crimes, that he is an insurrectionist, that he is trying to overthrow this government, that he is doing something that no president has ever done before, that he's the only president that has a mugshot, for Christ's sakes. And, And yet they said they would vote for him. That is pathetic and really un- unacceptable well, we'll have- and, and unforgiv- unforgivable. And I want i want them on this
0: show. Well, it's been a long time since anyone's won the presidency that hasn't been on this show. It's been uh, a couple presidents, so we'll yeah. see what happens. Okay, so we have some questions here that the audience always sends in and they want you to answer. Okay, um, A lot of them kind of are repetitive, so we're taking the ones that everyone seems to want to know and asking you guys uh-huh. what you think. So this one is, knowing what you know now, what advice would you have given yourself when you first started this job? When
1: I first started the job, well, I would say do not read any of the social media about uh, from people who hate you, and if you read the if you read the ones who love you, you often will come across the ones who hate you. So stay off altogether. It really is. I don't. I don't mind it now because I don't care. Right. And every time I check, I check their handle, I see who they are. They're all Trumpers and Magas and all these. So they hate me because they don't agree with me. They don't hate me because I'm Joy Behar. They just don't like what I say, period. So Mm -hmm. that's so I would, I would, in fact, I told that to Elizabeth Hasselbeck when she first came on. I said, Don't read it. You're going to go crazy. Don't, and she thanked me for that. So that would be one thing. Another thing is um, come prepared. Make sure that you know what you're talking about. Read the paper, watch the news shows. Uh, don't be afraid to say, to give your opinion. Don't be scared. Don't hold back. Don't be reticent. And make sure that you understand what kind of a game we're playing here. We're playing a volleyball game. We're not playing a golf game.
0: Well, it's interesting. (laughs) I I mean, you've been here for so many different versions of the show and the show's changed a lot. A lot. 25, 27 years of doing it. What kind of version of the show do you like the best? Do you like this more politically news-heavy type of show. I mean, you're the one who's coined the expression about what makes a good hot topic.
1: What does it, what is it?
0: Relatable or and debatable. Deba-
1: Relatable and debatable. That that should be a sign. Um, I fight with you a lot about this. Yes. And also with Robin, because you, some of it is just reportage. I don't, reportage, go to meet the press for that or go to CNN for that. We need to know what you think and what you, uh, is when you give a personal story, is that relatable to our audience? Can they relate to you? Because that's what television is about. Likeability and re- relatability, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it is. I mean, this show is different than every other show on television because we put it together in the morning, in that meeting yeah. with you. Whatever comes into our heads. Right, Robin uh, Robin Homel, who uh, runs our Hot Topics team, yeah. she and I meet in the morning around seven o'clock on the phone and we go through what we think the show is going to be. Right. And we've got a great plan and then it goes completely out the window <laughs> when we sit down with, with yeah. you guys. And you let us know what you have to say on different topics, what you're interested in and what you're not.
1: Yeah, well, to answer your question, I think that the politics right now is, a, is there's a certain urgency to it because we're in a, uh, coming up on another election year. And I, with my whole heart and soul, I do not want these Republicans to take power again. I think it would be a big mistake, especially if Trump is in office. I think that spells the doom for the country in many ways. And I don't think I'm being hyperbolic here. I really don't. I've been watching him, I don't like what he says, I don't like what he does, I think he's a destructive force. So, I feel that that is my responsibility now on the air. But, I also like it to talk about, like talking about things that I'm really much better at, like psychology topics, relationship <laughs> topics, uh, comedian topics, um, I even like I even like stuff about celebrities that sort of is interesting, um, so, there are other things to talk about in life besides this. But right now, we kind of have to.
0: So what's a perfect show for you? It's a couple of political topics. A little topics. of everything. Yeah. A little of it everything. And maybe an interesting guest at the same time.
1: Yes. One guest is good. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I like that. I mean, and they don't have to be famous. They okay. could just have an interesting story. But I don't think we're going to do that.
0: Yeah. Well, occasionally we will. I think yeah. uh, sometimes the. what I find is if any of the hosts are really into a guest, into a topic, then their enthusiasm is enough to bring the audience along with them. When you think so? Yeah, when you're excited about somebody, really sincerely yeah. excited about somebody, right. then the audience is there with you. Well,
1: get those Republicans on.
0: I, I think you'll be happy by the end of the season. Who doesn't want to come on but Can
1: you here? get George Clooney?
0: I'll see what I can do. <laughs> Maybe after the strike. Well... Thank you so much for uh, spending some time with me. We're going to do this weekly, so get ready. <laughs> Put it in your calendar. Weekly? We'll... I don't have that much to say after the show. I I, I don't think that's true. And <laughs> oh, I think we God. have a lot of 25 years of evidence to the contrary. All right. But um, tomorrow, I'm very excited. I'll be joined by Sarah Haynes, and we'll be doing day the two. The
1: darling Miss Iowa. She's so cute. Yeah. She's a natural beauty.
0: All right. It's good. And,
1: and, and how about getting Letterman on? you friends with him for years. You worked for him. Where is he?
0: When the strike is over, it'll happen.
1: Is he on strike too?
0: Yeah, I mean, he's a um, writer's know, guild, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so very exciting. Um, thank you for being here for the kickoff. When I come back
1: on more podcasts, can I promote my my plays?
0: Yes, I'll, I'll make some time for you. All right. You can do a play on one of the podcasts if you want. <laughs> we'll be fine. All right, thank you very much. Tomorrow, what, what, Sarah Haynes.
2: Okay. Thank you, Bernie. You're welcome. Hey, I'm Andy Mitchell, a New York Times bestselling author. And I'm Sabrina Kohlberg, a morning television producer.